Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. And today is a special episode, and I'll be honest, I'm a little bit nervous about this episode because to me, this is major, this is massive, and it's transformative. But I also know that not everybody's going to get it. And it's okay. If you don't get it, that's fine. Maybe you can come back to it later and it'll mean something to you. But I am hopeful that more of you will have an aha moment, a real opportunity for transformation than those of you who will not see the point. And I know that not everybody will see the point. And I know I'm opening myself up for some criticism and some defensiveness. And I'm ready for that because I believe that even if there are a handful of you out there that go, whoa, this changed my life and I know it has that potential, then it's worth it. This episode is so special that I really wish, kind of like in episode 243, that I had the opportunity to have you here to say this to you in person because I think we all need to hear this, to live this, and to share this message. We can all relate on some level to emotional eating or even if not to emotional eating, just to negative emotion in general and how uncomfortable that is, right? Whether it's anxiety or loneliness or frustration, whether it drives you to make choices you don't feel good about or not, I think we can all relate to not feeling good about negative emotion and feeling like it takes something away from our lives. And for some of us, what it takes away from our lives, and I certainly lived in this place for much of my life, is wanting to make good food choices, but feeling like it was much harder when I was anxious or stressed or emotional or sad or lonely or whatever. But even if you aren't an emotional eater, I think we all suffer in some way from negative emotion. And then we all talk about these coping mechanisms, and I do it too, how to respond more intelligently, how to work towards not turning to food in the face of the emotion. But today I want to take and I think I need to take a totally different approach. And I want to talk about the emotions today, the stress, anxiety, feeling overwhelmed, fearful, being lonely, being angry, being frustrated. Because if we look at the ROI, the return on investment, the ways in which we grow, change, benefit, the biggest ROI, the most significant and meaningful and transformative changes in your life will come not from improving your response to these emotions, but reducing the presence of negative emotion in your life. 
what if you could significantly decrease the amount of times you feel stressed or anxious or frustrated, disappointed, lonely, whatever negative emotion, and also have those feelings last last for less time, right? It would be a game changer in your happiness, in your productivity, in your energy, and probably in your body composition goals. And you can, you can make that change. And I think you can make major progress today because much of what we are emotional about is totally optional. And I'm going to explain that. And I believe, as I said, that it can be very powerful for you if you're open to hearing it. So what I'm going to ask of you today is that instead of rushing through your day, checking, listening to the podcast off your list, I want you to really invest in this episode as an experience. I want you to kind of turn off the distractions and be here for the duration of this episode. Here's what's been going on that sort of prompted this. The fall fat loss fast track recently started and I've got two groups. I have my first timers and I lovingly call them rookies because it's their first fat loss fast track with me. Then I have my veterans and they've been through multiple groups. Sometimes this is their second. For some of them, it's their fifth. And the content in the veteran group is very different because we're going beyond the basics of fat loss. It's very deep into mindset, consistency, motivation. But my rookies, they're brand new. And we haven't yet overcome a lot of the negative patterns that have them to a place where they want to change. And many of them are deeply rooted in the dieting mindset, deeply rooted in all or nothing thinking. And what I see in our private Facebook group for the rookies is that for many of them, and I think many of you, life is weighing them down, whether it's family struggles, work stress, frustration with the political climate in the United States, which triggers emotion, fear of the future, shame around the past. And honestly, while yeah, making better food choices is important, these emotions, the way they cling to them and fixate on them, the way that they influence everything they do and see and feel, These emotions are what I call their parking brakes, the things that are slowing them down. Despite their best efforts, these emotions, these emotional responses make everything harder. And I know the same is true for many of you, and it's certainly something that even I work on every day. So like I said, as we tackle this, I really want you to do something for me, and that is don't listen to this episode while you're driving or while you're working out. Give it your full and undivided attention because I really want to connect with you and I really want this to transform you and I think that's going to require your full attention. I want you to imagine this. I'm going to ask you to step out onto a baseball field. Like this is just in our heads, right? You don't actually have to go find a baseball field. I want you to imagine this, that I say, listen, I want you to step out onto this big empty baseball field by yourself. It's just you on this green, well-manicured field. But before you go out there, there's one thing you need to know. No matter what happens, none of the balls will hit you, okay? They can't hit you. You can catch them and you can move around the field, but none of the balls will hit you. So you don't need to be afraid of that. You don't need to try and dodge them, all right? But you have to stand out there. Easy enough, right? So you walk out onto this huge field and you hear me counting down. Three, two, one. And then all of a sudden, balls start flying all around you fast. Hundreds of balls from all different directions zipping by you. 
and you notice that all of the balls have writing on them. And you start trying to read each ball as it comes close and you're thinking, what? No, that's not That's not real. I don't think, what, what does that say? And you start trying to grab for them and you're thinking about what they say. You're forming an opinion. You're curious about what the other ones say. So you start trying to catch everything that you can and you feel overwhelmed. You can't keep up. They're everywhere. Your anxiety builds. But wait, why are you trying to read them? Why are you trying to catch them? Why are you trying to have an opinion on everything going by you? I already said they can't hit you. So why are you all worked up? Now you're defensive, you're frustrated, you're anxious, you're confused, you're thinking about a million different things. And this is how we go through life. There are all these things going on around us, much of which aren't very positive. Horrible things on the news, ridiculous political climates, tabloid gossip, drama with major league sports players, two of your friends are fighting, a friend of yours said or did something awful to somebody else, your mother's mad at your aunt, the guy in front of you ran a red light and nearly caused a wreck. These things that make you tense, anxious, that you think about and you think you need to respond to, they aren't for you. They aren't yours. They are just these balls flying by your head that you don't need to respond to. You think you do. You feel you need to carry them. You think they're yours, but they aren't. Much of what stresses us out has very little, if anything, to do with us. Sure, we can make it about us, but that's a choice. Most of the emotion we feel is because we are taking on things that aren't ours to carry. They aren't meant for us. We take on the pain of others and we draft ourselves into their war. We create emotional responses and reactions to things that aren't ours. Can I just tell you how often I see this on Facebook, for example? Someone posts something and then people rear up in defensiveness or hurt, but it has nothing to do with them. That post isn't yours, that opinion isn't yours, that situation isn't yours. Why are you enlisting in that battle? You're choosing an emotional burden that you don't have to carry. I get the opportunity to practice this every day and you might be thinking, no, people do things to me, so that is mine. No, it's not. No, it's not. When you have an opinion and you share it publicly like I do here on the podcast or on my blog or in my emails, you're on the receiving end of that example I just gave in Facebook, right? So people want to enlist in a war that they've created. I get angry or disrespectful emails from people that want to battle me on any particular point, right? There's this one guy that keeps emailing me telling I'm pathetic and I'm a disappointment because Ascend is only for women and it's not for men. Yes, that's directed at me, but it's not mine. It's not for me. That's his anger. That's his opinion. It's not mine. If I make it mine, that's a choice. I'm enlisting in his battle. Even though it has to do with me, it's not mine. It's not mine to carry. It's not mine to react to. Why would I do that? I don't have to, and you don't have to. You do not have to attend every argument to which you are invited. You do not have to have an opinion on every comment or thought or word or action. Let it go. It's not yours. It's not yours to carry. When we are constantly reacting and responding to things that aren't ours, we create frustration. We create anxiety. We create overwhelm. It doesn't mean it's easy to stop reacting, but sometimes you just have to ask yourself, 
why am I picking this up? Is this mine? Does this have anything to do with me? Do I need to enlist in this fight? No, you don't. But we're used to reacting. Sometimes, sometimes we just feel important when we react. Like we belong to something because we join ranks with the angry or the offended. But what's the payoff? You're miserable and angry and it influences your choices. I would rather join the ranks or hell, lead the ranks of those who refuse to be offended because that means I'm happy. It means I'm in control no matter what craziness happens around me. My mom made me laugh the other day. She was telling me that she had joined the Fat Loss Fast Track Veterans Group again. My mom's pretty lean. And I was like, mom, you know you don't have to, right? Like, I'm not going to be offended if you say I'm done with the fat loss. Fat. Like, I, you don't have to keep doing it because you're my mom. And she kind of laughed and she said, I wish I found you years ago. <laughs> and then she explained, she said, you know, when you give someone flowers, you feel great giving that gift, seeing somebody else receive that gift. And when you get flowers, you feel great being on the receiving end. But also, when you witness someone give somebody else flowers, you feel great seeing that exchange. And she said that's one of the great things about the Fat Loss Fast Track is like you can have your own wins and it feels great, but also seeing other people share their wins kind of brings you back to the potential that you have as well and you have that same kind of positive reaction. But the reverse is also true. When we engage in the drama or disappointments or anger of other people, we enlist in their negativity by choice. The other day I was getting my hair cut and the hairdresser was telling me very emotionally about some awful thing that happened to a friend of a friend of hers and she was like legitimately offended about it. We can empathize without taking on the emotional response as our own. We can care. We can support. We can encourage. We can know what we stand for. We can love other people without taking on their negative emotions. So practice this. When you see somebody cut in a long line at the grocery store or say something snarky to somebody else, you don't have to be outraged. That's their issue. You can have a voice. You can even say... I don't think we should treat each other that way, but it can be objective. You don't have to enlist in a negativity battle that's not yours. It's not worth your peace of mind. When you see somebody cut somebody off in traffic or even cut you off in traffic, okay, you're fine. They made a dumb choice. You don't need to emotionally enlist in that. When your boss has a crappy attitude, okay, that's their crappy attitude. Don't make it your crappy attitude. Do your work. Don't enlist in their negativity. When you see people posting something on Facebook that you disagree with, do you have to engage emotionally in that? What does that add to your life? Is that a battle you want to enlist? And maybe it is, right? Maybe you just feel so strongly about it, you have to engage, but do so without being emotional about it. Or maybe you say, you know what? That's not for me. That's not for me. That's not mine. I don't need to make that mine. That has nothing to do with me. I choose to be happy and peaceful and I can see all this craziness happening around me without engaging in it, right? That will bring you such peace and ease if you practice, hey, that's not mine. That's not for me. Someone was rude to me. Okay, that's not mine. And I can tell them, hey, look, if we're going to interact, it's going to be with respect. But I don't need to get all fired up about it. I can just say like, hey, if, if we're going to be in a relationship, then this is how it's going to go. And if you can't do that, that's fine. But 
but I'm not going to continue like this. You don't have to engage emotionally. You're choosing the anger. You're choosing the frustration. And I know it's a practiced response and it takes practice to break out of it. But when we feel like everything is ours to carry, ours to react to, ours to respond to, we're closed off, we're tense, we're frustrated, we're overwhelmed, we're reactive. When we stop that, when we do that less, we're light, we're okay, it's all okay, and you deserve that. The next time you find yourself getting angry, tense, upset, anxious, imagine being on that field and all of those balls flying around you. Do you have to try and catch them all? Do you have to try and respond to them all? Do you need to pick them up? Do you need to react in any way? Or is your ego looking to engage and feel included? And is that how you want to be included? Is that the kind of inclusion that's worth your energy, your happiness, your joy? Hell no. Will this response make you happy? Or will it really fire you up and close you off and make you tense? I think one of the most powerful things we can practice saying to ourselves is, it's just not for me. That's not mine. It's not for me. Let it go. Set it down. It's not yours. So many times change can come from having a different reaction to emotion, but I think more change can come by changing your emotions. And we have the power to do that when we realize that we don't have to engage, that we don't have to respond, that much of what stresses us out is not for us. Even when it has to do with us, it doesn't mean it's ours to carry. It doesn't mean it's ours to react to. And this is a game changer. And speaking of change, we will totally change topic here and wrap up with what I ate yesterday. I had a handful of almonds before I went to yoga just so that I wasn't starving midway through class. And then I had a large salad with lots of veggies and grilled chicken and hard-boiled eggs a little bit later, a packet of coconut butter while I was running errands, and then dinner was Brussels sprouts with ground beef and about a slice of crumbled bacon. So I hope you will practice this this week. I think it's extremely powerful and very important and has the potential to be an absolute game changer in your life. Have a great day. Are you ready to move beyond listening and learning and really change your life? Really live into your highest potential instead of just wishing for it and hoping something clicks? I want to do that with you. And that's why this fall, I'm hosting the first ever Primal Potential Women's Transformation Weekend, Ascend, in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, November 3rd through the 5th. It will be a small group, but you can get your ticket and learn all the details at primalpotential.com forward slash ascend or by listening to episode 203 of the Primal Potential podcast. Here's what I know. Ascend will change your life, and I would love to have you join me. See you this fall.